You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. Broadcasting from the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to pitch bad movies and share bad. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is the Dead Line. Time goes in, time goes out. Never miss communication. It's over 9,000. My name is Foxy. The balls are in there. And welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd to Know Basis Show, airing on Phoenix 92.5 FM or all those wonderful places on the internet. I am Kian, and introduce yourselves in alphabetical order, please. Ahoy, it's Eric. And I'm Kev. Oh. First try. Excellent. That only took 175 episodes. It really so, helps when 100, there's 100, two of us. 145 <laughs> episodes, excuse you. Or oh, wait. <laughs> I don't know how many shows we have. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Talk some, talk amongst yourself. Hold on. Every, everyone, if you wouldn't mind, just pulling over your cars and just waiting, or, just wait or no, whatever. No, no. Everybody, okay. pull over your we, car and look at the Spotify listing because that'll tell us. It is. And then email us. Hundred and eighty-two shows. Hundred eight. Oh, so I was lowballing. Yeah, now I wasn't on for all of them, but still, that yeah. is quite a milestone. Welcome to our cool. hundred and eighty-two episode spectacular. We're, uh, so thank you for for wasting a hundred, at least one hundred and eighty-two hours with us. We appreciate it. Where we talk about nothing. Oh, we talk about everything, and don't and don't don't think otherwise. Believe us, it is <laughs> a waste. Us. It is a massive waste, but we appreciate <laughs> that you guys are wasting time with us. Oh, I do the social media for this thing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So we have a lot to talk about. We have um, some brand new big sci-fi things like yeah. Mandalorian and Picard. We have some video game things. But I believe that uh, Kev, you and Dara both saw Demon Slayer separately yes. or possibly together. Who knows? Separately. So, no, uh, no, uh, no, because going to see anime in the cinema is a deeply shameful thing and you only have to do it alone. Hold on. You've learned this. Well, okay, right, right. Perhaps, but here's the thing, Kev. I was expecting the same. My usual, you know, four people that walk in, so that that weird guy that comes in halfway through, then leaves and comes back in. I was expecting that. No, I walked into a packed cinema and I was like, "What? Oh, I don't yeah. like this like, at all." I know Demon Slayer is like the yeah. new hotness. Yeah, it's Demon so Slayer popular. is a global phenomenon. <laughs> so, full disclosure, Kev. Obviously, you're going to talk about this, but from my experience, I knew nothing about this walking in. I know nothing about walking. I had a good time. <laughs> I don't know what it's about or what was happening. So you were like Homer Simpson watching Twin Peaks, basically. Like, oh yeah, like, oh, and at the end of it, some lad shows up and they're all like, oh, and I'm like, yeah. What? See, here's the so, thing. Like, okay, I'll, I do want to actually get a bit of backstory on. This. Of course. So Demon on, Slayer. Just, sorry, go on. Sorry. Yeah. So Demon Slayer, just as um, as as people may know, 
is a, just a truly like smash hit anime uh, and manga series from a couple of years ago. Like smash hit in the way that it almost outsold One Piece. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think it like it ended that year pretty much. So if it had kept going, very likely could have. Hugely popular. Uh, made no small part by its absolutely stellar anime. After, so anime had its season one. Great. Critical success. The studio and the production committee decided that they would take the story then and continue the story in a movie format. So the what was effectively the start of season two was taking place in the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie for, at the start of 2021. Uh, which, if you know... So, I'm, wait, if, I, if I'm keeping up with this, sorry. Are they yeah. now making original material not based on the manga or what? No, no, no. This, no, this was very much the, 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 the continuation of the story. Right, okay. Um, so following... So what the stuff that follows season one of the manga, they made into a movie. Right, and it was its gotcha, own gotcha. kind of short arc that made that fit perfectly into like a 90 minute movie. And you know what? That movie was a smash. <laughs> I think, and I like, I, I'm not saying that lightly. I think it was the highest grossing movie in Japan, full stop. Yeah, because like that's because quite often, like as Dara kind of alluded to, the anime things come out, and I don't think it's quite as shameful as the thing you alluded to, but <laughs> there is this notion that it's a very niche thing that might be on for two days no hold on hold on Kim. but hold i on. saw demon slayer was like in all the cinemas i passed in yeah yeah but, but hold on Kane. i mean as i said i've gotten very comfortable <laughs> to it being a shameful thing where i walk in and there's like two other people and then you try not to make eye contact and then i said that weird guy comes in and then leaves again all the time so i i'm disappointed everybody who went <laughs> to see demon slayer I wanted my experience of, of basically being in the cinema by myself. So, oh, I see. No. So you went in there to be left alone. Yes. We need to make anime shameful again. <laughs> oh, believe me, it's doing that itself. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Mugen Train, smash it. For so many factors, mostly because it was kind of the only movie that came out in 2020. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that was a critical success. Season two came not long after, and but they did was basically split the, the stuff from Mugen Train up. Uh, into about four or five episodes and had that start season two and then season two around the rest of its course. See, that's interesting because usually my experience with anime films, although it wouldn't be as broad as the two of you, mm. is that the films are sort of like fun specials that have nothing to do with the ongoing plot. Usually, yeah. Usually, usually yeah. This usually, this was yeah. kind of an outlier. Yeah. Um, and I think like it's going to be a trendsetter on this for a while now. So they announced that a season three is coming out later this year and then announced ahead of time. And we're going to put, you know, here's here's a movie. Here's, here's you know, we're going to put To the Swordsmith Village on the big screen. Now, I didn't look terribly into the marketing for this. However, it's not that I, I wasn't not exposed to any marketing. So I was led to believe that this was going to be a movie. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yes, they make it seem it's, it's going to be a movie. Let me let me tell you now, uh, like this, this, it was a short run. Like it's already finished its run by the time we're recording this. Uh, but make no mistake, this was not a movie. <laughs> it was not a okay, movie. Okay, so the Demon Slayer second movie is not a movie. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. Right. So we, we get in, we start. It's like a couple of minutes of recap from stuff from season one, stuff from Mugen Train, 
And then like a little bit from like the rest of season two. Right. And then they just start playing the last two episodes from season two. Yes. Like intro full credits, on, like not like same animation, everything. Intro credits, mid cards, end credits and all. Two episodes. That is shameful. Now, to be fair, everybody was had the same reaction. A lot <laughs> oh, got up to leave. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they sat back. <laughs> yeah. Like that's kind of confusion. Yeah. But also the fight scenes in it do look great. <laughs> they do. It's look, I don't look. I have no attachment to it. Right. Mm-hmm. It could have been the best thing in the world. It could have been the greatest thing in the world. I went in because the hot dog. I wanted a hot dog, right? And I had nothing else to do before. Metal and the only place you could eat a hot dog was in an empty cinema. Well, what? But yeah, right. what, and and I mean, you can have the hot dog and you can watch up on the big screen. It's a yeah, good that's fair. Right? That does sound like a lovely evening. And I had like you know a couple of hours before Metal to the Masters and Fibbers, so I didn't really care what I was watching. However, if I was like Kev, someone who's vehemently into anime and was expecting a movie, I'd be very upset too. And so, and here's the thing though. So that's, that was the first half. So then we actually got to the new stuff. And again, I was falsely led because as opposed to any sort sort of self-contained story, it's just the first two episodes of the next season. And ends on a cliffhanger. (laughs) And ends, like ends where an episode two of a full season would end. Yeah. So you went to the cinema to watch four episodes of television. Yeah. yeah, that's that's like the itchy and scratchy movie, isn't it? Fifty three percent new footage. To be fair, though, hot dog was pretty good. <laughs> glad, I was, like, that's, I was like, happy like, enough. That's the thing. I like. I I I think Dara. I'm assuming you went to Cinema World. I went to the oh, yeah. I'm not blaming the cinemas on this. This is very much on the f- falls of the feet of whatever production committee decided this. Yeah. Look, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. <laughs> where I was like. This is not a movie. Did you, you did said you, it was a movie? <laughs> did you have? Did your crowd have the same reaction? Where when the credits started rolling, at the end, nobody actually believed it was over. Yeah. So no, because okay. So the first, the first, uh, sorry, okay. When the first episode ended, people got up, and then it was like, oh, okay, this is fair enough. Then when the credits went up, I was like, what? 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 They just revealed someone, and then that was it. And then they were all disappointed. <laughs> That's I think my 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 crowd, which was I think my crowd was a lot more like what you would have expected, maybe about twenty people. Yeah, right. No, you know, but no, this was a full screen. People went to Cinema World. Nobody wanted to go to the Lighthouse. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> my, I also went on a Monday. So the ah. hot dog. I told you, the hot dogs in Cineworld World <laughs> are really good. So that's why they went there. Yeah, no, I think like my 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 react my crowd's reaction was very much the, that the last credit started rolling. And nobody got up until they actually finished the lights went out because I think everyone was in a disbelief that that was it. That's what I did. I actually <laughs> just sat there and waited for the lights to come up because I'm like, I'm not moving again because, you know. They can't lie to me. They can't me lie. Over. Yeah, it's like, so, I, I've already looked like a tit once. I'm not going to do it again. You know, <laughs> it's like. Okay, but like, I mean, I, I know you're explaining it both very clearly, but like, did they even like no. dress it up or no. like kind of put a no. sheen on like an animation? Okay, sheen so, it was no, like, or... so sorry, the only email I did get one email, Kev. I need to be in with journalistic integrity because we're journalists here. Mm. No, no, of course, no. yeah, we're not though. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but like for full disclosure, I did get an email from Sydney World about the screening, 
to inform me it would be in Japanese, which that is totally fine. Yeah. That was the only email that I got. And uh, no, there was like the thing, there was no dress up, but the thing about Demon Slayer is that the like the quality of animation from oh, the start good. of this series has always been kind of movie level. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like it again, as bizarre as the format and the amount of stuff I actually got, what was there looked great. Did. Um, and again, I like from your perspective, you have no idea what's going on there. I presume still don't. No, because there is literally no context. You watch the, the final act of one season and the start of a next yep. without any... Like, I mentioned there was recaps. The recaps tell you nothing. <laughs> they they, no. they reminded people who saw the other things of what had happened. They won't tell no. the new person a goddamn it's like, thing. <laughs> it's like lads running after demons to kill the demon. And, and that's next. it. And then, and then he, and then they go and try to get a new sword for um, the lad who wants to kill. I, I would, I would love if in the because I'm hoping a dub will come someday, and I hope it is called Lads Running After Demons <laughs> next to like the epic Japanese what, font. But that's what they do. Yeah. And then and he, also, and then he chips a sword, and then he has to go get a new one. Yeah. And that's it. I'm also there's also one one extra just wrinkle on top of my whole cinema experience, <laughs> just. That was particular to mine. That was just kind of, I found odd. Mm. And that's a couple who brought their full on, like, I want to say three, definitely no older than five-year-old daughter. Oh. Demon Slayer's okay. not like a young anime. It's no, it's not. pretty it's, gruesome. It's incredibly violent. No, but there is something, not that I recommend it to kids, there is something about the color palette of it or something, because Prim caught us watching it wandering through the room. And she wanted to see more, and we wouldn't let her. And she did not let us forget that we did not <laughs> let her watch it. It's there very might be something there, you know. But, but so Keen, I, the, the thing about anime, right? When it's so, I learned this very young. So anime rating is very different than like normal rating. Uh, right. And again, like so, a fifteen anime is going to be incredibly violent. Like incredibly, violent. oh, In that's 18... Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be incredibly violent and like beyond the realm of what would be acceptable even to see on TV. In 18's anime, there's going to be oh, that's yeah. just a snuff film. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, or, or there's going to be heavy sexual assault, right? And that's that's just it. So I when I always I'm talking about animated people, and again, my knowledge isn't as deep as Kev's and stuff like that. It, some people will ask me if I'm like with their kids or whatever i'm like yeah here don't if it says 18 on it do not watch it if it says 15 don't watch it like i mean even after 12 like i mean that's kind of what a 15s movie would be for the west so yeah i mean she might not be happy about it but you could also traumatize her for example (laughs) the first anime i saw in my life street fighter 2 the movie oh i don't even know that's a thing kev have you seen it like what the the anime an animated one the movie yeah it's it's unreal okay I haven't seen that because all I know is the Street oh. Fighter live action movie I was no say. dude yeah, yeah, okay yeah. here's what we're doing what we're doing your homework now for next week is to watch that everybody we're going to watch it we're going to do a review of it because it is the best anime ever however it's not something a six year old to see because it has graphic violence in it and there's a very famous shower scene in it with Chun Li right. It's very good. Like the movie is anime. No, the anime is actually like the, the movie is actually really, really good. Okay. Um, but that was my first exposure to anime. And then I saw Pokemon. And then I saw Pokemon. 
I was gonna say you somehow did that before Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, because my dad just because like my dad was like, "Oh, you like Street Fighter and cartoons? Here you go." He was wrong. So yeah, it's a uh, Street Fighter the movie, the the animated movie. I think it's called. Um, it's very All good. right, we've got our homework now. Um, uh, look, I guarantee you, you will have a great time. It, it's a fantastic oh, I don't movie. doubt it. Yeah, it's uh, good. Service announcement: It is on YouTube. <laughs> Sweet, watch it on YouTube. It's super. Now, good. as someone who hasn't watched much Demon Slayer, like Kev, would you recommend the cinematic experience to either people who have not seen it or people who have seen Demon That's Slayer? Like, neither. <laughs> neither. Okay. <laughs> like, just wait the month until the season. Like, again, the the, the run's already finished. So, like, what I say doesn't matter. But the the run, but uh, the season's gonna start like I think in April, and the, you're just gonna you're gonna watch that same episode again. You've already seen season two. You've already seen the first half of this. <laughs> no, right. So it's a film like, for no one. Yeah, like it, it, it's a film for people if people like if they advertised it as an advanced preview of season. Yeah, three, yeah. That's it. Oh, that would have been fine. But that's not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, or if, because like, um, I'm thinking of, say, Hero Academia. If it was, like, honest and it was like, yeah. all right, it's something you've seen before, but we're going to do the big fight between yeah. All Might and all, and all for One on the cinema screen. You'd be like, all right, bit of novelty, five episodes as a cinema thing. Why not? Like, you know, yeah. maybe take the credits out. Well, that's, but, you know, that's but, the so, They I didn't even do that. They that's didn't the even do that. Yeah, so they, bizarre. Like, Get guys, get at least like you can rent Premiere Pro for a month. Yeah, just, just edit. cut things. Like, I don't know why they, I don't know why they did that. Uh, yeah, like, it was the, no, full, the, the mid full. cards for like halfway through the episodes were still there. Yeah, it was so bizarre. And I'm like shameless. It, it was so it was so bizarre. To be fair uh, though, everyone had a really good time where I was. They're all super okay. happy. Yeah. yeah. Um like genuinely though i would actually as i said earlier because it's definitely like the the vibe i get off of this is because of how successful mugen train was they were like let's try that again except not make a whole movie <laughs> imagine if we could make another movie without making, making a, movie. a movie how would that work literally <laughs> but i would actually genuinely recommend uh mugen train to anyone that hasn't seen demon slayer even though as i said it starts where like season two starts it's its own pretty self-contained narrative Okay, uh, would you find that on Crunchyroll or something? Or? Uh, yeah, it should right. be on Crunchyroll, yeah. See, I I mean, I know we've kind of given our verdict on it already, but, like, I'm just fascinated because you had loads of, like, straight, like, cheap sequels to movies in the 80s where they literally, like, reuse, like, footage from the first one, but they'd at least film, like, a wraparound or, like, a framing device, like Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 or any of those. Like, you know, this... Is an astonishing lack of effort by the sound of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, it, it, I mean, it, like it, Dara, it, it, having having you, you essentially represent the non-demon slayer fan in the room. Like, would you like? Would you recommend this experience if the hot dog wasn't involved? No. <laughs> the the sadness. <laughs> uh, Kev, no, Keen, how dare you? Taken, you know. No, no. You can as many hot dogs as you want. I just mean in terms of the critical aspect of the film. I didn't. What part of this do you understand? I didn't care what movie it was. I was just like, it's on. Look, you're the one talking about journalistic integrity. If you write up a review that says "good hot dog, five stars," people are going to get confused. I was wondering who kept writing that on our Google reviews. (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing. 
I go to the cinema for many reasons, but the majority of the time is I have a Cine World card. I'm in town. And I have nothing else to do for an hour or two, and I don't have my gym gear. I'll go to the cinema. So it could be anything. And I just really wanted a hot dog. So, uh, oh so Darren, tell us, give us, give us, give us an advance preview. What's what's on the cards for the next anime visit? Oh man, I have no idea. I just check on the day. I mean, maybe we can make this a thing. Maybe you'll do signings there. He's been doing it for the past three years. Yes, for ages. He's going to every show with an anime, with a random anime that he watched. <laughs> that I've had to explain to him. Hold on. What's on this week? Well, so, well see, Saturday, when we're, so folks, obviously we're at Comic Con this week. Uh, but, you yeah, know, we, from your point of view, we've done it. From our point of view, we haven't. We're, I, I'm not going to kayfabe or whatever. Okay, hold on, let's see. broke the illusion. <laughs> you broke kayfabe. How We're looking forward to it. You have already seen it. Let us know it's how it's it going to pile drive you. So, yes. demons. So, so, unfortunately, Demon Slayer is still on this weekend. But the following weekend, I think that's when that's when it changes. So, hold on. No, it's <laughs> it's still Demon Slayer all the way through. <laughs> So I'm gonna have to wait. Wait Yeah. Okay. Then I guess it is still on. Hey, people, don't go see this movie. Just (laughs) come see. Well, no, you can't come see us. I hope you came to see us. Well, here, here, hold on. If you didn't come see us, it's gonna be on the feed, and we have a Patreon. There you go. And then we can all buy hot dogs. Getting our plugs in early. What is it going to be please. in the mysterious J.J. Abrams please. mystery I, box? I come, I, come with, I come with hat in hand. My family need hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> so I can watch random anime. So, too, I... so we can watch random anime. <laughs> At least some mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so I was in Ikea this week, right? right. And Because uh, we had to like redo the spare room because the spare room was... Here, funny story. If you go through a pandemic and then go on tour... And then, you know, go back into martial arts and buy all the, the stuff you need for it at store or whatever, and then just throw everything into a room. Guess what happens to the room? It gets full. Yeah. Um. So we had to actually empty out a full room. Like, you couldn't even get into the room. We had to empty all out. And then we went to Ikea and um, we actually bought, like, enough to, to... So the whole thing is, like, shelled out and looks really nice now. I'll send you guys a picture later on. So it's <laughs> properly cool. Um... And went to IKEA and they also sold hot dogs for 75 cent. I, oh, I was man. so happy. So oh, happy. Listen, you're you're speaking, you're you're preaching to the choir. I love a good IKEA trip. IKEA is the best, man. I, okay, we're not okay. Sorry, since we're on the radio, we're not sponsored by IKEA or or City <laughs> World. Um, we just like those places. I just like <laughs> yeah, those before we came along. Um <laughs> now I will say my, my IKEA, my IKEA trips have taken a, a noticeable dip in quality. Since they got rid of the denim couch, um, that was a yeah. highlight of most every one of my trips. They had to See, throw the, it out after people kept eating meatballs on them. See, the thing about it was like I, I was like, you know, this trip's going to be about four hundred euro, and it was, you know, like w- with all the units and stuff that we got. But I was like, you know, when you have a family card, you get free coffee huh. and tea, which is cool and a hot. Like, I mean, okay, so you guys know why IKEA um, have a food court, don't you? Well, I mean. Well, I mean, like, it's a long day. You'd have yeah. to sit down. No, Kev is right, right? So what happened was the owner of IKEA went went around the original shops and realized people would leave after a couple of hours because they got hungry. Yeah. So if you put food in there, people stay longer. And that's oh, why it's That's there. the logic of, like, Bernard Black and Black Books. Yeah. No, no it's, it's true. No, it's, this is what happened. No, this like, they, they've got the perfect system because it's, it's designed that you walk a specific time you know, you spend maybe an hour in the showrooms and then that leads you right into the cafe. Yeah. And then that's when you sit down, you take stock, 
But then that leads, then from there, you lead down to the actual like store part where, where you, you start, start buying, up, yeah. where you start picking up the pans and all the and the candles and all that. So oh, like you're already well fed. Yeah, I, well, I, I I needed a set of knives because I've you know recently learned to cook thanks to HelloFresh. Again, not sponsored by HelloFresh, but wish I was. Um, because everyone who I talk to, I'm like, give us hot dogs. They did <laughs> actually. That's not something they do, which they really should. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I needed a new set of knives, you know, because I've probably I got into this cooking thing. Because here's the thing, nerds out there, learn to cook, genuinely, really should change your life. Um, it's, it's it's a good vibe. When, it's a good you... vibe. Yeah. Yeah, so, no, like, how, like listen to a good podcast. I may be able to recommend one. Perhaps this one. Perhaps <laughs> this one. Perhaps. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, and the thing about this is, is, like, I needed a good set of knives, and I was like, okay, how much are they going to cost? And then while I was there, I was like, wait, we're here anyway. So I got a whole kitchen set, basically, for, like, 50 quid. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, so, no, I, yeah. Got, I got myself a lovely, like, wide-brimmed, high-walled sauté pan the last time I was there. Oh, and that has been good. what I've cooked, like, everything in. Yeah, I've, I, I have a wok, and I, I cook everything in the wok. Um, <laughs> Near to no baking. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you mid-tangent, oh, so I thought I I'd type it. it out. Here's the thing. Well, we're, like, in our late 20s, early 30s. This this is what happens. <laughs> you, know, you, you get into it. This is what happens. But we start uh, talk, you know, we start talking about the uh, the the loaves of banana bread we baked. Yeah, we are I know it's my fourth Simpsons reference, but we are literally like Nelson Muntz talking about berries and things and then <laughs> pretending to be like angry at Star Wars when people walk by. <laughs> and then we go back to talking about cinnamon and stuff. But the thing about the red berries <laughs> <laughs> <Dude, it even> sucks. <laughs> Now you gotta wait for the blueberries yeah. this season. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our panel, by the way. Oh my god. We're gonna bring um, baked goods. <laughs> no, but what, what I will say is, you know, afterwards I forgot they did hot dogs and I was like, oh my god, this is brilliant. So I mean the moral of the story, ladies and gentlemen, is just have hot dogs in places. If you, people will show up. If you want, if you want, if you want hot dogs, um Gothenburg, Sweden. Have uh, they're one of these, they're one of these countries that have 7 Elevens on like every street corner. Uh, like a lot of European countries that aren't us, we need to get on that. That's because uh, we're not a European country, we're Ireland. That's fair, <laughs> that's <laughs> so different, right. yeah. Um, but yeah, all the all, all the 7 Elevens in Sweden have hot dogs for like 75 cents. Holy hell! Oh my god, like, for example, with, guys, I went back to Disneyland because of the hot dogs, <laughs> they have hot dogs here too. Yeah, hold on. I know, and I find them. This way, this is what brings me to anime. <laughs> it's the one thing that connects random screenings of anime to like Disneyland. <laughs> I don't even know what these are about, Kane. <laughs> As Kevin, like, it's like in in the past like five weeks, I've seen like a love story, sort of like basically two people playing D and D and having a laugh. Something else I don't remember, and then this one. Oh my goodness. You know, I cannot believe that before we recorded, I said, I'm worried we don't have enough topics. Can you imagine that? How naive I was half an hour ago. Ian, how many, 184 of these? And you thought, man, we don't have enough topics. More We're talking about Ikea and hot dogs. <laughs> Do you think we could get sponsored by Ikea this. hot dogs? That'd be God, unreal. I wish. The mustard actually, by the way, is amazing. I actually bought some. I was like, man, I need this. And I have not regretted that. Joke. I've done that before, actually. I've brought food like home from Ikea, like in its like packages and all oh, that. Oh, I'm constantly bringing back like the plant-based meatballs in there. Ooh, and the 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 cinnamon rolls. 
You put yeah, you, the frozen ones, good. you put yeah, them in. Oh, super man. good. It's super good. God, we are we are talking about baking. Dara, tell us about this video game. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me get let me get Picard in. <laughs> okay, right. okay, okay, go on, go on. Get right. Picard in. Okay, because I because I know that only me and Kev's dad have seen it. So I know. <laughs> Literally, he told me about it earlier. <laughs> I might be Kev's dad. I'm not entirely sure anymore. I listen, but, I, I I may work with them five days a week. I can't be sure either. I mean, who knows? Um but I just want to say, in case it goes bad, uh, this season of Picard is amazing. Like, the other two have been kind of, like, dubiously questionable. But, like, this one's actually great. And it's, like, it's got that sort of... It, I almost wish you'd seen it, Dara, because it's, like, it's doing these things where it's bringing back all the Next Generation characters, but it's, like, changing them. And That's cool. Making them kind of appropriate for their age, like, their values are changing. But it's also the series has like a big cinematic thing to it. There's no padding. Like we're three episodes in and it's all been a big like gunfight in a cloudy nebula. Like the character stuff is great. It looks great. Like it feels more like a movie than the the Star Trek movies. You know, it's absolutely class. And I'm loving what they're doing with the likes of Worf and um, and, uh, Crusher and all of them. I'd honestly wish that uh, you had seen it as someone who'd not seen much of Star Trek recently, just to see how if it was me kind of really happy that it's just good, or if it is actually like really outstanding. Because I haven't heard anyone complaining about this, and everyone complains about Star Trek, whether it's good or not, you know? Yeah, no, as, yeah, as no, mentioned, sure. even my dad complained about Picard, and he's saying, he's, he's saying this one's good. Because like I watched, I never got around to the second season, but I did watch the first season. And my favorite part of that first season was when just Picard is hanging out in a cabin with Riker, and it's just yes, and it's just watching Patrick Stewart and Jonathan Frakes just hang out. Yeah, exactly. It's got that thing for it because I mean, I suppose we'll be four episodes in by the time this airs. Basically, the gist of it is that um, Crusher, the ship's doctor from the original Next Gen sends out an emergency distress signal. Uh, Picard and Riker run in, and it turns out that Crusher had a son by Picard and never told him. And at the same time as all this is going down, uh, there's a big conspiracy and a brilliant villain played by Amanda Plummer, who I only know her from Pulp Fiction, but she's Christopher Plummer's daughter, is like chasing them around in a big epic... Like like she's the one with Tim Roth from the start, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, like, it's got this really, like, it's got this epic feel to it, but it's got none of the, like, convoluted, like, oh, we have to time travel to this thing and to some sort of conspiracy. The, 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 there is a little bit of what's going to, what, wondering what's going to happen, but it is just character stuff. Like, the most recent episode I've seen at the time recording is literally just an episode of Riker trying to convince Picard to be a dad, and that's the heft of it. Like, there's none of this, like, five plot lines going on that will eventually pan out maybe at the end. It's the good stuff's here now, and that's really refreshing because it's not just Picard, but, like, there is a big thing in TV where it's like, oh, just you wait till it gets good. Oh, any minute now. <laughs> this, you know, this just, the good stuff's here now. And even if it, like, goes wonky later, which it might, it's still good now, and that won't be affected by later. So I am loving it to bits, and I'm really gutted because it's the last one that they got good now. But yeah, if in a weird way, because obviously because we've just done a J.J. Abrams panel, if you're not like happy with the way 7, 8, and 9 turn out, I'd love to, for you to see this as like a point of comparison, because they're letting the characters be themselves and also grown up. It's really nice to see on screen, you know? Hmm. 
Yeah. No, like I, that's it's the impression I get is that like Star Trek. I think like we we had a pretty extensive talk about this one episode in that like yeah they've they've kind of they've kind of like adapted to a modern media platform. They're just branching off and just trying so many different things. That's true. I think I think I'm glad you brought that up because I think they're slimming it down now because Picard's ending, Discovery uh is ending after its fifth season. I've got to be honest, I don't like the glee that I see on social media around Discovery ending, because I think that's coming from people who watched one season and never checked it out again. Mm. Like, you know, because it's been quality for a long time now. But yeah, I think I think it's kind of Star Trek's found its rhythm. It may have found its rhythm a bit too late, but at least it has it now, you know? Hey, maybe one of these days we're going to get that fourth Star Trek film. <laughs> oh, even, even Chris Pine is saying that thing's cursed. <laughs> Just bring Justin Lee back. What? Oh. Like... Hey man, it worked the first time. Beyond rules. Oh, I completely. I'm doing the retro reviews for Geek Around at the moment, and I've been like waiting to do Beyond for ages because it's great crack. <laughs> and like when you tell people about it, it sounds really stupid because it's like, oh, Kirk's on a motorbike, and like, oh, they 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 defeat the villains with music with rock but music. It's, it's it's exactly what you get when you have a Star Trek movie directed by the guy who made the Fast and Furious movie. I know, but like and when it's you great. say it, when you, when you watch it, it's brilliant. And then when yeah. you try and tell someone, a bit like Fast <laughs> and Furious in that way, it sounds like the worst thing ever. God, I have to watch more. I've only seen eight. And I know I have to watch more, but that movie is- You've only seen number eight or the first eight? Uh, no, no, like the eighth movie. I've only seen one of them. You haven't seen where... five, six, and seven. no. And it's That's the one where Charlie's on hacks cars and Ludacris throws a missile. Han is going to change your life. You've <laughs> no idea what's ahead for you. Uh, it's it's it, like one of those things. I keep telling myself I'm going to watch all of them, but I'm also like, I got to watch all the goddamn Freddy movies. I got to watch all the goddamn Jason movies. Like it, I've got, I've got things I got to watch. You should watch all the Freddy movies. They're a good time. Don't watch. Yeah, I know, Dara. Movies. No, they are a really good time. Yeah, uh, no, I, no, I actually so believe you. I just don't have the time. Can I can I take you on a spoiler three free journey through the Fast and Furious thing? Because it's yeah. quite a trip. Yeah. yeah. Very lightly. I'm in, in, in spirit of Dara's like kind of predictions in 10 seconds or whatever. So the first Fast and Furious is everything you'd expect. Vin Diesel, cars, undercover cop, cop learns to love them, lets them away, races, your bog standard stuff. Too Fast, Too Furious is like an offense to cinema. They scrap Vin Diesel and like all the cars are like CGI, which you're like, well, the only thing I came here for was cars. That's like you couldn't even do that. That's 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 something Dara would say about something. And I don't and I would take that lightly. Hearing it from you has (laughs) heft. No, it's probably not as bad, but just coming off Fast and Furious (laughs) 1 is relatively good. Two is shockingly bad. No one expected this to take off. Then Fast and Furious 3 is a reboot. That's is that Tokyo Drift. In to- that's Tokyo Drift. It's yeah. a prequel. It's a prequel. That- oh, but it's not. It gets better. It's not a prequel because it's actually set in the timeline of Fast and Furious 7. Oh, in the future. But we don't know that. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, that's true. in Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift, which is not called 3, but however, uh, they introduce Han, who's like the most popular character that isn't played by a celebrity. And in it, he's the mentor guy. And the main guy is some southern interchangeable guy, whatever. And uh, they kill Han in it. And like four is a prequel to to Tokyo Drift because they want Han back, but he's dead. But they make it a prequel just so they can get him back. 
and four is kind of whatever. And then main character's girlfriend dies or loses her memory or something. Then five is like the bank heist with the rock as a cop after them. That's the one where they're dragging around a safe through like all these crazy places. Then like six is like a sort of a bigger Jaws thing where they have to like team up with Dwayne Johnson. And by this point, all the characters from two, three and four are back as the Avengers of cars. (laughs) Then seven is the one where they bring in, uh, Oh, Cockney actor, crank. Um, Jason Statham. Yeah. Jason Statham, who this whole time was the one who killed Han back in three. So now three's back in it. And by the way, Gal Gadot has come and gone by this point. (laughs) There are so many characters in this, and that's as far as I've gotten. But we haven't even gotten to 8, 9, 10, and Hobbs and Shaw, which by this point, Jason Statham has also been brought onto their team. It's a trip. The one thing thing I know about Hobbs and Shaw is Idris Elba screaming, I'm black Superman. (laughs) He does do that, yeah. And this is a car movie, like... No, that no. Here's the thing: it stopped being a car movie around five, and then just became a superhero movie. Here, it, yeah. was, it was explained to me at work, right? So, Fast and Furious Five, from that point on, it's not a car movie; it's a superhero movie. But their powers are cars. cars. Yeah. No, <laughs> literally. Somebody, no, somebody so, had. No, somebody said the exact same thing to me, except it was after Fast and Furious Five. It becomes an anime, but their superpowers are cars. That's, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So That's everything a really ha- good uh, so, comparison. Yeah. So everything happens around the car. You take the car away; they're just normal people. But when they're in or around the vicinity of a car, they're godlike. And yes. that's basically the, the the premise of it. So that's a really good way of putting it. And like yeah. their dedication to like their characters is like on par with like Marvel's continuity. They're bringing back people from like too fast, too furious. Which no one liked, but yeah, they terrible. care about those characters, and yeah. now yeah, they're likeable. Yeah, but well, I think the, sec- the secret I've heard, the secret about like this is though, is when you have someone like Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez, where like the Marvel characters aren't taking themselves seriously. Mm. These guys are one hundred percent. They are so the in. Yeah. wouldn't work unless they no. played it dead straight. See, I don't even think they're playing it straight. I just think they believe that it's like brilliant. But while you're watching it, you believe. <laughs> just like in Star Trek Beyond. No. <laughs> which is what we were talking about originally. That's gone. Oh, wow. Uh, Let's go back. Hey, um, how many times, um, how much do we have left? We have to be hitting time soon, do we? You'd be surprised. Uh, one sec. <laughs> uh, uh, 18 minutes. Wow. Okay. Uh, now, okay, I, real... I do have the Mandalorian up my sleeve, but I know if we talk Star Wars, the episode will go. So yeah. I'd like to hear about your video game. Okay. So, guys, I, I want to. Uh... I want you to do something for, for a minute, for a moment, right? So, obviously, we do a wrestling podcast as well on, on our network and on Phoenix FM as well, right? So, I've been on the hunt for a wrestling game on the Switch for quite some time. And it's quite hard to do because a lot of them are terrible. Or do you just not run it, right? So, there's a YouTuber I watch and he reviews wrestling video games. Not all the time, but he does do a lot of them. Um, And I saw this one. And he says the, the best worst wrestling game ever, right? Now, when I say wrestling, you guys are probably bored to tears, and that's fair. But no, no, no. If, I want to see where this is going. Best but, worst things are great. But, but what if you can have a match on a plane? What if now we're back you, to Fast and Furious? You can have a match in a bathroom. What if you can have a match in the ring? surrounded by tables, surrounded by weapons, which includes an N64, a pane glass, a gun. 
etc and you can basically change every aspect of it in, including make it an exploding uh, barbed wire cage match. I'll be honest. From what you told me, this sounds just like real wrestling. See, this, well, this kind sounds of. like one of the. This sounds like one of the actually good PS2 ones. Yeah, yeah. no, that's the thing. So this game uh, is called Wrestling Empire, and Brendan uh, mentioned to me uh, Wrestling Revolution, which is the precursor to it. And in that game, you know, you in the career mode, your character can straight up die. You can straight up kill characters, and they're gone. <laughs> So you can kill oh, them dead. Goodness. That's it. And it's, you know, it was popular and then they made Wrestling Empire. Now it is on the Switch and it's on the, the PC as well. So I actually got it for the Switch. I'll probably get it for the PC as well so I can mess around with it more. But I'm, I'm just looking at the graphics. Is this a Porsche or? Like... No, this is, it's made by one guy. Right. Uh, and this is his gimmick. He makes these kind of games. Now it looks terrible. I, I, I was kind of tiptoeing around that. Yes. I know. No, no, I know no. I can't convey the like visual nature of it on audio but like no yeah no, no, no let, let me let me try it's that yes. you can count the amount of polygons you see with your hand <laughs> well, here, no but here's the thing right it's a throwback to like early nintendo 64 games okay so when everything was a bit more janky like. yeah it's a bit janky but the jank works in its favor because you can actually mod everything even on even on the Switch, because the Switch is a potato, basically. It's a fancy Game Boy. So right. it can actually run a match with 100 people in the ring on a, or on a plane. And it just runs. Because, you know, instead of putting all the money into graphics, they just put it into gameplay and absolute bizarre stuff. Now, that's just the, the, the um, exhibition mode. You can actually play the career mode where again, I was going to ask, is there a plot to this? There can be. That's the thing. So the career mode is you're a wrestler. You start in wrestling school and you try to get signed by a wrestling company. Now in that now the, the, the let's plays are hilarious because <laughs> anything can happen. I mean, I was watching one where someone you got into a skateboard and killed a wrestler, and then you went to the funeral and everybody attacked you. You know, so it, it's just is it's, this, was this like is, does this organically happen or is this like is it like a yeah it's no 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 it, it's a, like whatever way because again like the money the time and money wasn't put into graphics right it's put into gameplay and then bizarreness so it's like you're playing the weirdest sim game ever but with wrestling like for example there's uh, you could have bunk beds. And you could sleep on the bunk beds in the middle of a match. Okay. Hold on. Do you know what this sounds like? like to audio me? can't capture the, the look on myself and Kev's face tragically. No, do you know do you know what this sounds like to me? Have any yeah. of you seen those like um those YouTube ads mm. that advertise like mobile games? Yes. Yeah. And the yes, games yes, are yes. definitely nothing like this, but it's that kind of life's like I think crime boss ones are usually like the ones that I see. Yeah, like Mob yeah. City or Mob Mafia City. City or so it's like, like you can you you make all these choices and they just turn out to be the bookest, wildest things. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, no, I yeah no, I'm sure you got. It. <laughs> no, but but this is real. This actually, like for example, you can um, like the matches can start off as a podcast, so you can have a podcast with them, and then you'll say something, and then a match will happen. But it can be on an airplane. It can be in the ring. It can be in a is podcast. Is still exhibition or like? Yeah, but no, it can just happen as well in the in the career mode randomly, or they can be having a press conference and attack. But I mean, it's so janky, but it's also such such a wonderful little game because it's okay, made by I, one person. 
you're doing a good job describing it, but I'm afraid I'm still get like. Let's say I open this game. Yeah. What's the first? Like, am I walking around? Is there a plot? No. So, nothing? like, so, like okay, take me okay. on a journey. Right. So when you open it first, yeah. you're like, this looks like one of those mobile games. I got scammed yeah, yeah. a 16 year old. Right. You didn't. You know, well, I mean, it's objective. I don't think scam is, you know, you might have expectations. So just mm. lower them down just a little bit. Right. Um, so it opens up and you can either uh, do expedition. You can do wrestling career. Is what it's called. So you can play, you can edit. There's achievements. And then you go to wrestling career or you can just have an expedition match or whatever. So if you're looking for a story, you'd go straight into wrestling career and then you'd start in a wrestling school. You get you'd get like a contract with them where you're working, have to build your character excuse me build your character up and then wrestle and then hopefully get hired so after you win a couple of matches then you'll become the champion and then you'll have to move on to a real wrestling company and that's it and then all the stories break you out you say right? that this sounds like an actual game now no it isn't no there is an actual game in it as well but i mean the actual game is crazy where like mad stuff will happen where like as i said you could be on a skateboard in a match and kill someone and then your the funeral happens and you have to go to the funeral oh my god so just clarify for me is yes. this like a well-designed throwback game or is this like a so bad it's good game? So getting vibes of both at the moment. You know what? If if this wasn't the guy's MO, I would say, you know, maybe he just has a house style. But considering the fact that like wrestling revolution was really well beloved, like I mean Bryn loved it. He went on about it constantly. And uh, to me anyway. Um, but he was right. It's fantastic. But this one just seems to have everyone just I'm like, I'm on the Reddit now and people are just besotted with it. And I totally get why it's it's so unlike anything else. And it runs on the potato, which is the switch. <laughs> so, I mean, you can mod it as well on, on the Steam Deck. But that's what I was trying to get it. at. Like, is this like kind of a modded game? Or no. Is- or no, no, no. Like designed this way. Yeah, no, it's designed this way because this guy has made a bunch of, I think, what's his name on? I think it's called Mac D or something or Mickey D <laughs> or something. Um, can't remember his actual name. Hold on. I'll try to find it now. Finding it that, like, finding out that it's made yeah, by M. Mac Dickey. from It's Always Sunny makes total sense. <laughs> no, it's his boy got called M. Dickey. And the thing about it is he has made a series of games kind of like this. Actually, actually. So, He's made a game where you play as G- where you hang out with Jesus <laughs> in the time. It's called. Is this also a wrestling game? No, no it's called the New Testament, right. and you can and you can get crucified with Jesus. Like in a, in does, a good way. Jesus like sent to this? No, like it's de- it's deadly serious. Like it's not a, it's not a joke. Like it's 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 a real thing. Oh, so, Dara, I beg to differ. <laughs> no, no. Here's the thing. <laughs> I I think the reason why. These games, like he has one where you, you're weekend warrior, so it's the same kind of thing where you're uh, an MMA artist, and then there's one uh, where it's like Star Wars, where, well, like it's called Back Wars. So you play as different, um, different uh, warriors for different points fighting. You know, you go back in time basically as a modern army man, and you fight you you, you machine gun down Romans. Um, I think it's. The real look, the jank is there, and even looking at you, yes, I'm looking at it. I'm discreetly flicking through, yeah. uh, Yeah, I I found a clip of people like wrestling on train tracks with a subway train heading towards them and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I none of these games are reviewed badly, they're not bad games, they're just graphically, they're they are, but I think, I think it's because these games, the, the earnest nature of them, where it's like, yeah. Look, 
you, you don't have a budget as one guy to 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 build this beautiful game. You do have a lot of creativity, and you're going to make the best game you can. And I mean, whether that be you wanting to be Jesus, be an MMA artist, <laughs> go to prison, or wrestle, you can do all of them with this lad. And you know what? Bravo, sir. I've been playing this game a lot, and I, you know what? I'm actually right now as we're, I'm going to buy all of his games. You and I'm going to do a review of you, Testament. <laughs> Not a joke. I'm going to do it. It's two years old. Uh, and that's going to be our last episode, folks. That's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or, or actually, I can do a review of Hard Time where you go to prison. He's got a wrestling <laughs> game as, or he's got a prison game as well. Like, no, it starts off in a courtroom, so you need to defend yourself, and then you go to uh, to jail. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Oh my goodness. Our oh. game's a wonderful medium. They are. They are. <laughs> Holy moly. Okay. Well, like, I, I'm in two minds about bringing up the Mandalorian. Now. You're in such a good mood. Uh, all right. I'll pick out, I'll pluck out something completely random that I only just found out today. Gorillas have a new album. And I'm always alarmed that Gorillas still exists. Well, yeah. Like, I know you're both music kind of buffs. Like, Kev, are you kind of following them or? Uh, here's the thing. As much as it may seem like exactly my thing, yeah. I've never been a gorillas guy. And really? That, and wow. not only that, people. And not only that, and this is where I'm going to really show my hand. <gasps> only about a week ago, did I find it, did I realize that, uh, what's, what's Damon Albarn? Yeah. I did not know he was the singer of Blur. <laughs> ah, what? I see. That that feels like a secret everyone was keeping from me for no, decades. No, I listened no. to Gorillaz for years and didn't know. Uh, wow. No, I didn't actively listen to Blur, but I didn't know that. Okay, either. now lads, you know when the Gorillas came out, they were like announced as the lead singer of Blur's side project. Yeah, but like I, when I was like nine, it was very like, obvious. I didn't like, know Blur were. Uh, wait, also wait. If you were nine, I would have been like six. So. Okay, well, maybe, maybe 10 or 11 or something, but it was primary school age at any rate. Yeah, no, I did not. Say, yeah. An age where you would happily count the random one or two swear words in a pop song, that kind of age. <laughs> okay, well, look. Yeah, no, I mean, look, um, the gorillas are grand. Hmm. Oh, well, they're more than, like, they're they're bizarre. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, everyone kind of knows the concept. Like, it's Damon Albarn as an animated band that doesn't exist. You see, but I will, like, what I will say is, man, I play in a black metal band. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the concept of what bizarre is, is... Um... I suppose the ship has sailed a bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I, but I just mean in the sense that, like, they're not a constant presence in the music scene. So they, no. like, they vanish for years on end. And then they just pop up with no warning. Like, some friends you knew what... in school who you haven't talked to in, like, 10 years... And you love them, and then they vanish again. But that's why you love them so much, because you exactly, only have a yeah. short period of time. And they've, like, roped in, like, Stevie Nicks and, like, like Bad Bunny and, like, loads of really good collaborators for this one. And it's like, how, I mean, I don't, I don't keep track of them, but, like, surely someone must have heard about this. So Bad Bunny has today, Bad, Bad like, Bunny has just announced his return to WWE as well. What? He was a wrestler? Yeah, he's actually, like, a really good wrestler. Oh my goodness, it's almost like we planned it. Yeah, so he, I'm, not shows, even, I'm not even being sarcastic. No, he, show, he shows up some, he shows up some, so is uh, Jake Paul, and he's actually, oh, well, yeah, we knew that. Well, that's like, that's the like, it, his his whole shtick just 
fit into wrestling because wrestling's full of awful people. Yeah, but bad, but bad bunny also shows up and has has the good old wrestling match every now and then, and then leaves. <laughs> Does I mean that 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 also sounds like a uh, uh, CM Punk's whole deal as well. So ah, uh, yeah, but everybody hates him. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's why they keep getting him back <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness okay well then like uh dar I'm, it sounds like you're not kind of too fussed on them either i thought everyone loved them then no it's not that i don't know i mean it's not that i don't love them hmm. they're grand <laughs> yeah like if they're on i'll be like oh yeah and that's it like they're, they're, they're just they, like they're, they'd be a band i wouldn't like go out of my way to listen right. to and I feel like I should get like listen to more of their stuff. Just haven't had a chance. No, I look. I mean, I like all their stuff. I listen to it. It's grand. Oh, I'm in the complete other deep end. I I love them to bits, and like oh, that's it, fair. Like and like kind of with that uh, analogy earlier, that feeling comes back when they pop up, and then they like vanish again. And it's like, ah, oh, all right. Plus, uh, plus now is now is the wrong time to ask me because. We are we are in the hype cycle for a new Metallica album. Uh, have you no, dude? The seven third, years. The, no, that third song they released. I like it. Oh, I oh. like it. Oh, I'm gonna get feeling about this. I've been burned before, but I'm gonna get feeling. I about want this. Saint An- Anger back. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I think I sent you the the Train Records video of that. Like, I, all I know about Metallica, apart from like Enter Sandman, is that people don't like Saint Anger. It is, it is not my least favorite. <laughs> okay, the thing about Saint Anger is right. Legitimately, the songs are actually pretty good, except for Dirty Window. I'm not a huge fan of it. The production, the actually original production, kills that album dead. And if you yeah, want, this the, is where it, he plays on the bins, isn't it? If, effectively, a bin. Hey, was, no, no actually, I, I'm going to stand here and defend that snare saying. That snare saying <laughs> actually rules. <laughs> yeah, in reggae, the where it's where it's supposed to be, not like normally, man. No, I, no, I no, I like it. I think it is. I think it is. Okay, gnarly, okay, it is okay, titty, okay. and it works with the drop C sand. I, okay, now do me a favor. Do me a favor. Right, hold, on, hold that thought. So there is on YouTube, uh, Google Saint Anger 2015, right? And if you're playing along at home, uh, pull over your car safely or, you know, whatever you're doing. Uh, your drum kit, whatever. Or, yeah. So we go to Saint Anger 2015 and it will give you a, an hour video by a fella called Daryl Gardner, where he and his mate have um, completely re-recorded, remixed, and remastered Saint Anger from beginning to end. It okay. is the only way I listen to Saint Anger. It's phenomenal. And okay. I, Kev, Kev, I sh- I will encourage you to check it out. I'll you will really out. like it. And then let me know. Genuinely, if you prefer the other one, I would totally respect that. To be fair, I think you'll have a good time. There is a weird renaissance happening with it because they, like even the band themselves are kind of coming to terms with it. Mm. Where they're starting to play St. Anger songs live, mm. but modified. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were at Slane, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, I wasn't. I would never I go. Should, I should warn you, we've one minute left. Just one minute. Okay. <laughs> so just kind of go over quickly. They played Frantic at Slane, but ah. they fully reworked it. I think cut a last verse off and mm. added a guitar solo. Like they yeah, just, yeah. they reshopped the whole song. And I think they've done it, they've done this with a few different songs at varying times. It started with so. Dirty Window. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like it look, St. Anger, right? You know, it's great. It was too ahead of its time. Should have been a side project, and I think it gets a bad rep. However, until they re-record it like these lads, 
I encourage everybody to check this out because this will give you a new love of it. Frantic is a killer song. And most of the songs on it are great. There's one or two terrible ones, but there you go. It is what it is. Uh, and overall, it's still better than Death Magnetic. And that's yes. going to be our show. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it is. It absolutely is. Also, I would say Metallica have been a, a, have been a bad band longer than they've been a good band. Ooh, hot take. Oh, oh, oh that's, you, that's lukewarm at best. Right it's not, it's I not. can, I can, I can put that. I can put that against my, uh, my wrist and feed that to a baby. That's. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you all for listening. This is Brendan to No Basis. Um, uh, we would like to thank everyone that came to our panel, of course, at Comic Con because this will be coming out afterwards. Yeah. And you can um, check it out. You can check it out. You can check it out. It yes. should be on the feeds before too long. Um, yeah. Yes, this is our hype for not for the panel, but for the recording of the panel if you missed it. So and our hype for our Patreon. Yeah. Our Patreon. So if you go to nerdtonomedia.com, there's a link tree, and then you can take it right to the Patreon as well. Give us some money because you know, why not? We need hot dogs. Um... (laughs) (laughs) And on that promising note, uh, learn to bake. Uh, thank you for checking out our panel, and we'll see you next time. Okay. Bye bye now. Bye. All right, so you're listening to the podcast. You're like, hey, I'm not in Ireland. How do I get in touch? Well, TuneIn has you covered. That's how you can check us out live when we're on the radio. Um, you go to TuneIn and download the app, or you can check out the live streams on nerdtonomedia.com or Phoenix 92.5 FM. If you want to get in contact with us, it's very easy. Nerdtonomedia everywhere. Nerdtonomedia on Twitter. Nerdtonomedia Instagram. Nerdtonomedia on Twitch. Nerdtonomedia at gmail.com if you want to reach out via email. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. <laughs>